1: Everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Storybox Podcast. My name is Jay Phantom, and I am your host for this show. If you are a new listener or you're a returning listener, thank you so much for joining and tuning in. I uh, just want to say, you know, you've come to the right place because this podcast is amazing. You know why it's amazing? Because we get amazing guests with amazing stories uh, and they challenge, they motivate, they inspire, they do everything guys. So really do appreciate you guys listening into this episode. We're on episode 17. Honestly, like for me, that is that is pretty incredible. Um, and this week on the show, it's all about Donut Love. The OG Donut Pappy, Ken Rodriguez comes on to share his stories with us. Now, I do have to apologize because we ended up uh, recording this in Redfern Park. Now, if you've ever uh, recorded something sound-wise in a park, you'll know that pretty much anything can go wrong and it's not exactly the most ideal place to do an interview. However, Ken was gracious enough with his time and it was pretty much the only place we can really do it um so thank you ken and thank you for putting up with all the the craziness that went on during the interview which you guys will actually hear i didn't really cut anything out because i wanted to be organic as possible and i want you to see what we both uh had to deal with doing this doing this interview which was quite fun um so we had a lady, uh, who, she was walking along and she had her bags of, of groceries. She put them down probably about a meter away from us. She gets her phone out and I kid you not, it took her about a couple of minutes because I was watching her in the corner of my eye while trying to do the interview. Um, she gets it out. She took about a minute and a minute or something to actually answer the phone. Now, I don't know about you, but it doesn't take me that long to answer the phone and she wasn't exactly that old either. Um so she looked quite young, and she picked it up. I just think she saw us, and she stopped, and she started talking extremely loud, like louder than a regular person would on the phone. Like she started yelling and screaming into this into the phone, and I'm just like, "Are you actually talking to someone, or are you just doing this to be a pain and try and ruin our our episode?" But. Uh apart from that, we had also had a kid on a bike. I don't know if you'll hear this, but he comes, he rides past us and he looks at both Ken and I and he uh does a gun finger gun uh motion and he goes bang bang, you're both dead. And I'm just giving this kid like the death stare, like what the what the heck are you doing? Um and then we had a father towards the end who was actually quite cool, so I let I left that in um who said hi to us. His kid ran past us and anyway, um so it was a lot of fun this interview, but I know you guys are going to get something out of it because Ken shares uh, quite a bit of insight into uh, Donut Pappy and how, we got, how it all got started really and, and why he chose Donuts to begin with. Um, now, the reason why I decided to bring Ken onto the show or reach out to him and ask if he'd be interested is because I, I'm a lover of Donuts, but there's always a story about why someone decides to create a shop. Of just donuts you know it's quite an interesting thing because back in 2016 i don't know if you guys remember that donut time was a huge craze like it just blew up on social media everyone wanted to get on the bandwagon everyone was going out trying these incredible uh, sensual um crazy looking donuts um all over the place you know and uh all of a sudden it just went dead like it was um heartbreaking for me because I didn't get to go out and try any more donuts but um, you know it's just one of those things that I'm curious about how does Ken actually keep his shop running uh, pretty much every day of the week um, with an actual shop how does he keep it uh, profitable, So I asked him those kinds of questions, which he was gracious enough to actually answer. So I know you guys are really going to get a lot of insights, very educational. But yeah, enjoy this episode with the OG Donut Papi, Ken Rodriguez. Good to go, brother. So yeah. Donut Pappy or Hi. Ken Rodriguez. <laughs> Rodriguezza. Geza, yeah. I got it right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you so much for coming on the Storybox podcast, my friend. No worries. So, can it's you my please introduce yourself a little bit more? So, what you do for a living yeah. and how long you've been doing it for?
2: Yeah. Um, my name is Kenneth Rodriguezza. I own Donut Poppy. I started Donut Puppy back in 2015. Um, it's just a hobby because I used to do um, YouTube videos and I found myself baking yeah. and I never really baked. And um, there's something about it that's like very precise and very challenging. So from cakes, I try donuts and donut recipes, and it's like it's one of the hardest thing I guess in the pastry because it's really hard to find a perfect one, it's like a really good one. And it takes a lot of time.
1: You got to so, find your uniqueness about it too. Really yeah. Right. You yeah. got to find your own unique taste. Yeah. I guess.
2: Yeah. Um, and then yeah, like um, I started making. Donuts from my colleagues. I used to do retail before. Okay. And I bring them to work and then, because my family doesn't want to eat my donuts before <laughs> <laughs> or any of my baked Why goods. Not? I don't know.
1: Like, I, I have to ask them to. Were they that good? That's right. Well, I, I, thought,
2: I thought it wasn't good, but because um, no one's eating them in the fridge, and it just stays there <laughs> for a couple of days. And then, when I bring them to work, everyone was like, oh my God, did you bring that donuts? Because that was really good. I'm like, oh, thanks. Like that was like an unexpected um, result because I thought it wasn't good. And then I keep um, experimenting for a lot of recipes and adding, I guess, my f- flair to it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think I did about a lot of donuts for them and they're, they're kind of like my testers. When I found myself improved, I tried selling to them. Yep. So I do, like, um, weekly drop-offs to work. And then I just upload them on Instagram. And then my f- very, very first one, there's, like, two strangers that found that I'm doing, you know, like, um, drop-offs in Pitt Street Mall. And they're like, oh, can I can we order some as well? Wow. Um, yeah, and then... From there, that first customer actually is still coming to the shop till now. So like, that was, really, oh, that was yeah. really good, yeah.
1: So you were able to find your market within like retail shops and that sort of thing? Um, I started doing it at the market. So,
2: because at the markets, you can just bring like, I guess, 50 to 100. And that's, I think, 100 a lot when you started. It. Yep. Um, it's just that formality for the market is you have to have you have to be a legit business so you can't just like hey can i join your market but (laughs) they actually ask for abn and insurance and um, all that fun stuff yeah like not the fun stuff i guess (laughs) like the legal side yeah and it takes a lot of time to organize and registration and talk to like councils um so yeah like i guess i started the market already and then i have all the things and I started approaching cafes and do wholesale and so you basically went
1: door to door marketing kind of approaching um, people yeah and asking them to- except
2: I guess nowadays is like Instagram to Instagram <laughs> like not you know I I didn't try I was I was really lucky like um the cafes approach us uh, approach me before yep um yeah so I, you know like that kind of Got popular on Instagram. That's awesome,
1: yeah. man. Because like in today's day and age, that's how I found you through yeah. Instagram. Yeah. Just started searching up like donut places because I'm yeah. a huge fan of donuts. That's what we were talking about before. Yeah. And I just tried your caramel Vegemite. Yeah. Um, Lamington. Lamington yeah. taste. That was yeah. I'm not a fan of vegemite. Yeah. So I was very curious when I saw found that on Instagram. I'm like, I've got to try that just yeah. for the sake of it's caramel. <laughs> yeah. I want to see how they incorporated caramel with yeah. vegemite. I'm like, that doesn't go at all. Yeah. But surprisingly, Is it worked, <laughs> it worked beautifully, man. Uh, like thank it was you. it was an understatement to say that I was really happy. Yeah. I was <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank, thank you very much. Was <laughs> so good, man. Um, and like I've tasted um some amazing donuts. Yeah. In in my time, like yeah. just gone searching, yeah, <laughs> just for for some of the best ones, and your ones are up there, man. Oh, I'm you. not going to say they're the best because that's <laughs> like, I don't know who's the best, but yeah. Yet, yeah. <laughs> but yours comes comes really high, thank man. Thank you. <laughs> so, all right. In terms of your recipe, what yeah. is what is a secret for your donut, or to making a good donut? The
2: secret to it is there's no. I guess it's like the freshness you have like back in the markets uh the whole process of it is we hire a commercial kitchen Mm -hmm. so we cook them there we prepare them there and then from the time you finish to bringing them to the market and then when you go to the market you need to set up you have to you know set up everything pretty much and that takes a while and travel time as well so back in the day there was two to three hours sometimes four hours of just waiting time so the donors are just waiting there like it it's not like it's not bad but it's just the freshness that you could have experienced an hour ago or two hours or three hours Mm. that's really like the key um the freshness. That's why I'm really happy. Happy now that the shop that we have the shop and we we're so lucky that we we can cook them an hour or thirty minutes before and then mm-hmm. you know, the, if someone
1: was to show up on the spot and yeah. ask for a
2: fresh donut. Can you do that for them? It depends on what time they come. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes we have this rotational um, cooks that sometimes most of the time they cook. We cook in the morning mm-hmm. every day. Everything is fresh in the morning, um, and then. If for example tonight, Friday, we open till nine PM, so there will be a baker that will come in the afternoon. So it's still fresh in the afternoon, like. But in the mornings, for example the Sunday one, we're only open ten to two just the morning, so we just cook everything from yep. there. So it's still, you know, in its you know, prime um Condition, I guess,
1: yeah. yeah. That's great. And um, so you've got how many people working for you at the moment? Um, seven in total now. Seven in total, yeah. wow. And that's grown from how many people before? Just one. Just you? I, just the one-man team before. Wow. Yeah. And so I met your wonderful sister yeah. before. So how did she end up coming on board?
2: I guess back when I was starting selling to my colleagues, I, f- I really struggled. Mm. The first time I got like 100 donuts. And saying that now is like, that's nothing from what we're doing if we have markets. And then she was constantly helping me and I asked a couple of friends to ask me, like, do you want to be a business partner, but didn't end up staying. And she's the one that actually stayed there the whole time. Wow. And um, so yeah, I asked her like to become my business partner. Um, we used to do just markets and we have both have part-time jobs on the side. Mm. And when I left my retail job, I was like, I'm gonna do this full time. She was like, What the hell? I'm gonna do it <laughs> full time too. So she yeah. left her job and Oh wow. yeah, we never looked back. Wow, know?
1: that's that's incredible, man. Yeah. Like it's a big, big leap, I yeah. find, going from the security of a actual yeah. job to running your own business. Yeah, definitely. So what scary. was your initial reaction to starting Donut Up Happy in yeah. Redfern so you're located yeah. 34a Redfern yep yeah, yeah, that's correct Redfern Street yeah. and Redfern come yeah. down to <laughs> taste the amazing donuts yeah. but did you find that that shop that yeah. you're in now straight away or how long did it take you to find the shop
2: um so we did a pop-up before in Darling Harbour and that's kind of like inside this shopping center so the backstory is we tried that but we didn't cook there so we still use the commercial kitchen that we're using and then bring them to Darling Harbour and that was like one of the most traumatic things that happened in my <laughs> Talk life. Talk to me
1: about it. What yeah
2: <laughs> oh yeah um until up until now like after four years that happened like every time I drive Darling Harbour like drive past Darling Harbour I'm like uh like
1: avoid oh you like
2: the playing? Yeah like I cry inside a little bit like literally <laughs> um it was very traumatizing because probably now, like on the busy period, we can if it's like winter and like busy period, we sell like I'm not flexing, but probably a thousand do- thousand donuts. Wow! Like sometimes, not all the time, but that's, sometimes. That's you know? pretty good, though. Yeah, um, but Darling Harbour, our first day, we I thought we we're gonna sell like a hundred donuts at least or hundred fifty. We only sold like ten or 15 or something like that. Not even
1: like. My goodness.
2: Yeah, so it was, imagine just like shopping centers are, their their rent is really high. Um, so imagine like <laughs> selling 15 donuts per day is,
1: you know, like you just. So your profit doesn't match up with your expenses. Yeah. Like it's just crippling your. Yeah,
2: it's literally like we're going down we're on the reds on the back. Like. So um, what did you do then um, to get out of it? Thank God that, was, that wasn't that was like a locked contract because that was just a pop-up. Yep. But we still spend a lot of money, a lot of our savings, actually all of our savings <laughs> um, to fit out the stuff because we don't have anything like coffee machine yep. and um, pretty much everything, like even shelves we don't have because we just work in a commercial kitchen. Um, So what I did is like I I still did markets. Mm -hmm. And if we found ourselves making money from that, we will spend that just to pay rent for the Darling Harbour location. Um, But thank God that's behind us now.
1: (laughs) So what did you do in terms of like actually surviving?
2: We cut the contract. Like as soon as possible. Like we were, I think we remember doing it November, December, and I'm like, I'm not gonna go back next year. Um, so we left, and I went straight back to my retail job. Yeah, but I still do max. I'm Like I'm still gonna do um, markets and the big markets I can find, and you know, fully dedicate you know for the markets like just the retail is just to not stop working i guess yep um yeah
1: and did you find like some form of success in there or doing the markets
2: yeah like that gave me more motivation to work hard and not give up because my sister always say like um you know if you're really dedicated to this no matter what it takes no matter how you fail no matter how you know, like what happened, even if you failed, you think, if you think you failed in there, you should never give up. That's, I think that's a secret to everything. Like, yeah. just never, you know. It's good advice, man. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm going to ask yeah. you about some more advice later yeah. on. So we'll, we'll get sure. to that question. No <laughs> but um But in terms of marketing, don't up happy. How did you go about doing that to start off with?
2: Just Instagram. Yeah. Back in the up. day, Instagram's algorithm is. Um, I guess really easy for businesses, even just personal. Um, I'm really lucky that I started when, you know, that was still easy. Um, The secret back then was just like expose yourself as much as you can, like collaborations, hashtags, use hashtags on your post every time, tag, you know, relevant businesses on your pictures and photos and videos
1: do amazing content as well is the key but now who knows <laughs> i don't think when you go to your page and you have a look at the donuts yeah they're really enticing and i think you. making them looking enticing as well to people yeah draws them to actually go and it's an experience man like we're sitting here in redfern park yeah it's an experience to come here and to actually go to a place that you know he's got you actually going to taste something new and something that's going to be fresh you know like I I was excited actually coming here to try the donut but (laughs) also meet you and interview you so in terms of um let me let me see in terms of so like how old are you now if you don't mind me asking I'm 30 you're just turned 30 wow so you started it five years ago so you're 25 yeah so you're very close to my age when you started a business (laughs) yeah what were your initial reactions to starting your own business
2: it was really scary. Um, I know I could have, if only have I known that I'm going to do donuts, I should have started earlier. And I know that 25 might be too young, or young for others, but back then I'm like, you know, every, you're still figuring out everything. And I wish I could have known whatever I'm yeah. doing now. So I started earlier and, um, develop in an
1: early stage or longer period. Yeah. So what were some initial challenges that you sort of faced um, besides the markets? Like yeah. starting a business, like opening up a shop, Yeah, what were some of the challenges surrounding that?
2: I think main thing that I can think of is financial. Um, I'm not, I don't have like wealthy parents, so I really work hard on whatever we bought or whatever we have now. Mm. Um, that's coming everything from what we gain from the markets and the shops, um, financial and I guess the background of not learning business, um, I'm coming from media and arts and creative arts. Okay. So I, I initially studied fine arts into videography and
1: You're speaking my language now.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Likewise. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Hence the YouTube videos before. So I left uni and then just to practice my own skill, like I did my YouTube channel with cooking with Karen. So we do like Filipino channel. That's a different story. But (laughs) um, yeah,
1: like. Did you have a lot of uh, people look at that? Or?
2: um, Yeah, I think now. Like we stopped that four eight four years ago or five years ago when literally like we stopped it when we started Donut Puppy. Yeah. I think up until now we have forty thousand subscribers on our YouTube channel. We partnered up with Taste Made back in the day. Yep. Um I've had I had a lot of plans for it, but I guess Donut Puppy took over. <laughs> <laughs> so the name, Donut Puppy, yeah. where did that come from? Um that was a funny story because I'm back when I'm like cooking donuts for my colleagues. I wanted a business name and I couldn't figure out like, I was like, should I do like poison donuts or (laughs) something like that? Like Death League, like sweet, death by sweet or death by sugar or something. (laughs) And my initial logo was like a donut with like um, (laughs) crossbones underneath. Uh, It's just like, I felt like, you know, if you ha- like indulging sugar is like a bit deadly.
1: You're to um, ruin your diet. You're get yeah. pretty quick. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm still like looking and I saw a champagne puppy like Drake. He, I got, initially got the ah. champagne puppy and I just changed my Instagram name to Donut Puppy. And then my friends or my colleagues are like, oh, that's a good name. Like, it sounds good. I was like, oh, are you sure? And then I just kind of stuck on it. And then... Um, after like a couple of, like after months of using it, I remembered about my dad, mm. Pro- this is why now, like why I kept Donut Puppy because my dad gives me donuts back when I was young. Like it's after his work, he brings a box of donuts and just,
1: I secretly eat all of them. <laughs> <laughs> so who was, uh, who's the better cook? You or your dad for donuts?
2: Oh, he doesn't cook. He just like, um, yeah, bring them home. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, I think like in the Philippines donuts, is a big thing, like it's just everywhere. And that's kind of like a well-known, um, treat that your parents will bring after work to you Mm. or anyone, I guess. Um, I
1: should probably go to the Philippines now.
2: Yeah. uh, Donuts (laughs) are like a big thing over there. (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot of donut chains in there. Sorry to
1: uh, interrupt you with, with telling your story about, uh, the name. So yeah, we right. finished with it, or yeah. Yep. Okay, so now comes the what. What drives you? What gets you up in the morning? What gets you, Ken, yep. up and ready to go?
2: No, I guess my team, like the whole team, the whole team inspires me. Um, half of it is my family, mm-hmm. so all of my siblings work for me now. I um, don't I'm I'm done with all of like the goals like. Back in the day, my my goal was like 10,000 followers on Instagram. We've reached out way past that. And business-wise, we have a shop now, so everything is just up and running. Um, yeah, just my family provide um, quality jobs, I yep. guess. Um, That's good. And maintaining like Donut Puppy's goal and mission.
1: And I asked you before, before we started this, how is Donut Puppy going at the moment Yeah. in terms of like... Uh, are you getting many customers coming in? Or yeah. what's it like actually running a donut shop? Because I know that there's a huge craze before, which was Donut yeah. Time, yeah. and Donut Time, I think they escalated in the market yeah. so quickly and then all of a sudden they just dropped off the, off the face of the earth, like you can't see them anymore. Yeah. Um, like everyone started getting excited at the fact that there were these huge donuts, all these like lavish uh, ideas and yeah. flavors and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So how do you keep Donut happy running like in in a profit margin or just keep you know above board um
2: just i guess keep everyone interested yeah we're still i'm still non-stop thinking about new flavors and ideas and collaborations um yeah like definitely back in the time like back in the day like donut time was the one that's in a position to spread everywhere. When that donut time craze happened, literally like all small donut businesses started on that time. I'm not saying I started before them or Sydney Donuts started before them, but they're definitely the one that's capable of, um, I guess, living and giving it craze to people which kind of I think ruined for small businesses mm. donuts like us I'm speaking <laughs> half of like the Sydney donut businesses but yeah like what happened is like they pretty much shoved everyone's um, mouths with donuts and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one. and now them. they're like I don't know if they're not sick of it but I guess we're still lucky that we have our own market and demographics and we're really yeah, we love we love our customers and followers, yeah. Mm.
1: So on an any given day, how many donuts would you sell? It really on depends
2: on season. Mm. Um from I'll just give you like figures for markets, I guess. Um we can sell about like a thousand donuts in the market. Depends on how busy it is as well. Um I think um our busiest market we've made for one day was about two thousand, three thousand donuts. Wow. Um, yeah, that's re that's that's a lot of work though. Yeah. A lot of work and a lot of people. Yeah. So yeah, that's everything's by hand and we fry yeah, you know, we fry them by hand, everything. So what yeah.
1: oil do you fry them in?
2: Um vegetable oil. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. So um in terms of how long does it take? How long does it take to um, actually make a donut? For us, it's three hours for a normal day,
2: and that's compared to everyone. That's kind of slow, I assume. But everything's by hand. Not we. Not we. Don't mix the dough by hand. But um, that's the only thing. And we have um, a dough sheeter, which like thins the dough we don't roll them just because i'm concerned about what happened to me like before i rolled them individually and my back hurt and that kind of damaged yeah. my back and my wrist so i, I was like i'm not going to do that to my stuff, especially if we're going to pump out a thousand donuts <laughs> per market so yeah yeah machine is a necessity um but yeah
1: what's the hardest thing about running your business at the moment
2: not knowing everything <laughs> um, till up to now I'm still kind of like figuring everything out and I think that's just constant not even I guess even if you studied business yeah. you really don't know where to start like if you're lucky with your parents or business um, people great but if you're like me and every, trying to figure everything out <laughs> yeah
1: it's a hard slog man like yeah. trust me you know I've, yeah. I had uh, a film business, trying to yeah. get that up and running, trying yeah. to get clients. And yeah. it's in a market where it's always up and down. Yeah. And it's like, it's very tough. Like you have days where you're like, is this what I'm meant to be doing? Yeah. You know, should I go get another job? Yeah. And you're like, you want to earn money, but you want to do your passion at the same time. Yeah. So all credit to you, man, for being being able to do something you love doing. Yeah. And still, so, you. you know, providing jobs and providing work, you know, financially, financial side of things like for Donut Happy, did you find that hard to sort of navigate like tax and all that sort of stuff? Yeah. Um, I'm lucky that I have
2: an accountant now to take care of that. But before, I'm doing it slowly one mm. by one. Um, but as I said, till now, like legal, financial stuff, accounting, uh, that's not my, it goes, <laughs> it's not my yeah, game. <laughs> it
1: goes over my head too. Yeah. So don't worry. Yeah. Um, so what, are some memorable stories that you've actually had with Donut Pappy or in before Donut Pappy. Yeah. So can you share some of those? Um, like hardships and... Well, not just hardships, like some memorable, like, can be anything.
2: Um, I guess, like, employing my siblings, mm-hmm. like every, like all of them. All of them um, are working for me now. Um, initially, my, only, my sister only started working for me. And then my youngest brother kind of went on it as well. Um, he's now like our full-time baker. Wow. Um, I'm, I still bake. Like, I still help. But if I'm not there, if I, needed, if I have a meeting or somewhere else, like, he'll be the one taking over. And my third brother is working with us just now as well. Funny thing is like my sister um her degree is IT and she's not obviously practicing that now. <laughs> and working for me. And my third brother is like finished a journalism degree and working for me as well. He's starting wow. his masters but yeah, all like both of them has like degrees and I don't I didn't finish my <laughs> you don't
1: have to degrees, man, but yeah. you now. Yeah, you
2: know. Um but yeah, like I know we have our own thing but they're kind of like helping like it's not only my business now Mm. that's family business so yeah
1: there's something about family man when you bring him into a business yeah what's your experience been like with your family as being able to help you
2: um my sister and i always argue like (laughs) sometimes both of my siblings are just kind of like in the corner like looking at us like (laughs) we tend to fight really often I'm um, just both with disagreement, especially she's my older sister. So in like an Asian Filipino family, there's like hierarchy who's older, He's she's he or she is the most powerful one, I guess, because she has, she was taking care of us before, you know, wow. till now, like yeah. she's still taking care, but I'm kind of the boss. So
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of a tricky um, job to yeah. do um <laughs> but yeah so you try tip to tippy toeing around like hurting feelings or um because in business like it's hard like you yeah. got employees but then when you got your family yeah it's not just business anymore no it's like you've got family to worry yeah. about because you gotta get, get home at the end of the day
2: yeah and you actually gotta see them <laughs> <laughs> like for example i tell her to do stuff and she was like wait why are you telling me to do stuff <laughs> <laughs> so that's like the main thing like i don't want to say like sometimes i have to say like i shouldn't say it, but you know i'm i'm at the end of the day i'm your boss yeah <laughs> and it's hard to say that to her because i
1: shouldn't it doesn't no one, sound right when you say Yeah, it exactly family, hey? like but i'm
2: like i got to take my place and <laughs> i have to take I it put my foot let, down. You know, yeah. <laughs>
1: wow yeah that's good man like it's yeah, it's always to me like yeah. it's tricky and <laughs> yep. like but all oh, credit goes to you man for the way <laughs> you run things and she seemed happy in there yeah. as well so but she's
2: still the boss anyway <laughs> That's
1: right <laughs> like 90% of the time <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here to help as to guide as everyone mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, to guide so um what's your what's something that you're, you're most passionate about besides showing up happy As I
2: said, like, I'm from a creative arts background. So creating something is, like, is my passion. Like, back when I was in high school, if I have, like, art projects, that will take me from midnight till I started school. Like, from 12 to 7 o'clock. And I don't know why I do it, but, like, just the the feeling of it like the rush I don't know what it's called but it's like if you're a creative arts person like you have this like you know like you have the rush that you can't really explain and when I was in when I was young I was like I hope I can do this like every day like as a job um and that kind of stopped like most of my college time I'm like I don't know what I'm doing like back in uni Mm -hmm. um teachers just giving us projects i'm like i need to learn like i need to do something i need to create something um it's just a different form for me now um even the business itself is like the project um like a long long time like a lifelong project yep that i that i'm doing so from there like that gives me motivation creating a donut from scratch or even like Creating a donut, like a new type of donut, um, yeah, that's that's my passion. That's awesome, man!
1: Like, I love hearing people's stories about why they're passionate about certain things. And for a donut, I can see why you're passionate about (laughs) it. Um, But for a business as well, like being able to overcome, you know, the market tough times and still get motivation to continue on doing. What you're doing now, which yeah. is running a successful – can I assume it's successful? Successful, if I can say it? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We can say it's a very successful donut store, yeah. which you wouldn't think in, yeah. in today's society. Like, you know, cafes are pretty popping up everywhere, so the yeah. demand is, like, really high. Yeah. But for a donut store as well, same thing. Demand is high. Yeah. And you're able to go above that, which <laughs> I've, I found, like, is very um, inspirational. Uh, so thank, thank you. you, thank you for sharing that story. No worries. Man. So finishing up a little bit because I am mindful of your time. Yep. So have you had any mentors in your life? Mentors would be like um, business owners that I, you know,
2: that I meet that met in um, markets or my even my tea supplier, my my coffee suppliers are my mentors. I don't have one person um, that knows. What I'm doing and you know can give me advice. I'm still kind of I guess looking for that, but mm. yeah, just my business partners, my business suppliers, yeah. Businesses so they can I look all up be to. mentors, man. Yeah. Everyone
1: teaches you something. Yeah, it's yeah you got to just be open to it. Yeah, be, uh, I think it's humility, like showing yeah. that side of you, yeah. being open to hearing what they have to say yeah. as well, it can help grow a person. Yeah. Um, so my last two questions. Yeah. All right, your favorite film. You f- you go, <laughs> How you doing, mate? <laughs> <laughs> Come so, what is your favourite film? Yep. Your favourite actor, and the last film that you watched?
2: Uh favourite movie is Toy Story three. Okay. Um, favourite actor. Um, no one on top of my head.
1: You can have oh. more than one. Yeah. Um,
2: I'm so sorry. I don't have a different actor. <laughs> That's all good. That's all good. Man. Um, what's the last question? Sorry. And the last film that you watched? I watched Minions on the Plane. <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not cartoons. proud. I'm not
1: proud <laughs> Your favorite film is a cartoon. The last film that you yeah. watched is a cartoon. Yeah. Respect. <laughs> <laughs> and. um Three bits of advice you could give to people that are starting out. Uh, you've already given one bit of advice, which yeah. is don't give up. Keep yeah. being consistent. Yeah. Um, I have a saying that you got to be persistent to remain consistent. Yeah. Um, you can use that saying if you want. Yeah. Um, but three bits of advice for someone that is starting out or just needs a little bit of a boost in their life. Yeah. Um,
2: as you said, like the first one, never give up no matter how you fail. That's not an excuse if you really if you're really passionate about it, even if you're not you know if you if you have something deep down inside of you that this is what you want to do but it's failed, just keep doing it mm. um, the second advice don't be afraid of anyone um, I learned that from. Um back in the Philippines, I did um I was in the reserve army corps. So wow one of our th- things they're like um how can I say it? Sorry. Um don't be afraid of anyone. Mm. Never let them scare you. Um yeah, that's just applicable to anyone. Like if you don't know tax <laughs> Don't be afraid <laughs> of ATO. anyone knows tax <laughs> <No. then. laughs> um the third one
1: Eat lots of donuts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, money's not the goal. Yeah. Um There you go. <laughs> oh, Absolutely love it. I love yeah. that last one. Yeah. Don't a lot of people when they get into business, yeah, their first priority or their first uh, like their head is yeah. how much money can I make? Yeah. Or how much money can I strive yeah. to make? And it's like it's unsustainable. Yeah. You know, you're not going to have any joy, no. you're not going to have any Definitely. sense of worth yeah. in that. I find. Get it out of your head. Yeah. <laughs> so, appreciate you coming on the, uh, the, no, the podcast, man, yeah. sharing your stories. What's next for you? Um a second shop. <laughs> Whereabouts about you looking at <laughs> the West Side. Nice. Yeah. Come come out to my area. Yeah, in uh, yeah. <laughs> out West, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, man. Yeah. Thank you so much once the again. <laughs> appreciate it. Well, thank you so much, Ken, for coming on the Storybox podcast and sharing your stories with us. What did you guys think? Did you get something out of it? If you did, please comment below uh, on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, uh, wherever you hear this interview. Uh, reach out and say what say what you got out of it. You know, I always love hearing about what the listeners get out of it as well. You know, so get involved. Um, I do need to tell you guys as well. There's a bit of formalities, all the fun stuff at the end. Um, you know, if you did get something out of it once again, then please share it around. I actually created a Facebook group now called the Story Box, so it's a public group, but there are some rules. Okay, um, it's essentially a place for people to come on, hear others' stories, and you can share your own if you like. Um, but pretty much, it is just a place or a community where. You know, stories are powerful and they can change lives. So if you have the ability to share a story that you know is going to touch someone else's heart and and mind and, you know, sort of give them an inspiring, motivating or, you know, challenging thought, then please do share. Um, I do need to say as well that, um, you know, it's been an amazing journey so far. And it's continuing to grow. And if, if you guys get on board with that and get on board with the community and support it, you know, then it's going to continue to reach more people's lives, which is uh, the mission of the Storybox to begin with and my mantra as um, as a person. So uh, if you guys want to do that, then please do it. Um, give um, the Storybox on on. Apple Podcast and you know Spotify. Give them a, a nice review if if you did get something out of it, and also give the Instagram page a bit of love. You know, it needs a bit of a, a kick up the backside, <laughs> increasing the follow, followership of that. Um, but you know, that's just to pretty much not to be famous or anything like that. It's pretty much just to reach and see and, and get as many people as you can, so they can see what the Storybox is doing, so they can see the stories and and things like that but if you don't then that's okay as well then just listen to the podcast that's the main main thing um you can also you know on social media keep up to date with who's coming on and uh different stories from different people as well um so yeah that that's pretty much it from me for this week uh thank you once again ken and um share it around guys to all your friends and family and go to ken's place go to donut pappy it's located 34a i believe in redfern so it's not too far away from redfern station as well i think it's about a five minute walk for me but i walk fast so um it could be a 10 minute walk for you guys who knows but it's located near just across from redfern park okay so you can't miss it and um just say the Storybox sent you or say Jay sent you from the Storybox and um, you, you heard his interview and let him know what you guys thought of it, okay? Um, and then also get a donut. <laughs> anyway, guys, until next week, hope you have a good one and don't forget to share your stories around. See you next week, guys.